Welcome to the set. Thanks for joining us here today. So this is from justthenews.com. Biden's electric school bus program faces a big hurdle. Inadequate utility power. Hey, they want to do electric school buses. Very smart. Now, could it work? I don't know. If you got the right energy to follow through with that, is it going to cause blackouts across the country? I think so. An inadequate utility power, the headline of this article tells you everything you need to know that there is not enough electricity to power these buses and the power on the bus and the batteries aren't functioning as they should be not functioning right not that they're not functioning as they should it's not surprising that they're not functioning we're not holding on that point yet will we be at some point holding at the point where electric buses are working smoothly Yes, we will. I think so. It's the developing the technology. But if we're not there yet in the jump ahead, the schools aren't going to start using these buses. They're just going to spend a crazy amount of money funding those kind of things with government uh, taxpayers' money, your money, not the government's money. It's not the government's money. And it's not going to be usable if we do it now. But it's the green energy agenda vote for Democrats because they're working for electric school buses and putting that stuff out and trying to give it to all the schools and they'll break down the middle of the street. You don't you have enough bus traffic, don't you? You want more traffic from those buses that are electrically powered that are just going to go low battery in the middle of the street? Let the process play itself out. President Joe Biden's signature $5 billion program to convert the nation's school buses to an electric fleet has collided with a formidable challenge, a lack of charging infrastructure and power generation from local utilities. So there isn't enough charging stations out there for these buses. And before we get these charger stations, the Biden administration wants the buses out there. They don't want your children to be able to go to school. They didn't allow them during COVID to go to school when it wasn't affecting little children. And now they want the kids stuck on the bus? Maybe. The Environmental Protection Agency's inter internal watchdog issued a report just before the New Year's holiday that offered the latest evidence ev of a cart-before-horse dynamic and the Democratic push for green energy. Like if you have a wagon but you don't have the horse. The wagon will be a wagon, but it won't be going anywhere. You have the bus. You don't have the charging stations. You have the bus blocking off the streets. The agency, quote, the agency may be unable to effectively manage and achieve the program mission unless local utility companies can meet increasing power supply demands for electric school buses. The inspector general reported candidly, blaming in part agency officials for not putting more early emphasis on school districts coordinating with their power companies. So let's not work on the education of the children in America, which is going down, 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 down. Let's work on the buses. How about we work on the education? Right? Maybe it's the fact that they're not educating the younger generation. Maybe you have some young people TikTokers, maybe, 
involved in making these decisions that are influencing the Biden administration with the bus situation. And they can't add one plus two together to turn it into, hey, if you're having a lot of electric buses, you're going to need a lot of charging stations. And if you can't get those charging stations, maybe wait off before you put the buses out there, right? The electric school bus initiative was boosted by Biden's Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, setting aside $5 billion to grant money to local school districts to convert their fleets from gas and diesel. Vice President Kamala Harris took the lead in rolling out the grants last year at a much ballyhooed event. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, Harris asked in October 2022, as she noted, that 95% of the buses that carry school children each day burn diesel. Who doesn't love the yellow school bus? You heard that soundbite from Kamala Harris. No words to be said. Sounded like she was literally hooked on something. What we're announcing today is a step forward in our nation's commitment to be a leader on these issues, to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, to invest in our workforce, at all with as that young leader this morning said to me a goal of not only saving our children but for them saving our planet okay pretty coherent for harris i guess she kind of read the notes she was given instead of making a word salad out of cucumber salads nearly two thousand school districts applied for the first round of rebates from all fifty states and washington dc leading to an initial round of one billion dollars but since then school districts around the nation have encountered serious difficulties from a lack of chargers to maintain problems, repair parts, supplies, and downtime on the new technology, according to a recent analysis in Real, Real Clear Energy. The EPA Inspector General warned in its new report that the problems could persist if school districts don't cinch better with utility officials and pace purchases to the ability of the power grind to expand. The bottom line is they're not figuring it out, but they want to put you on electricity, and they want to shock the system, as opposed to using gas until you get to a point where you can actually use electricity. Because what's happening right now is they stopped production of gasoline in the United States, right, under Joe Biden, as a dictator that he is, right, Trump said he'll be a dictator, and they want to undo everything that Joe Biden did, which was undoing everything that Trump did as it relates to the border and gas drilling in the United States. And so they stopped drilling gas in the U.S. production of that, stopped the building of the XL pipeline. Okay, it wasn't producing gas at that point, but people were relying on that, and it would have even helped our gas prices to be lower or stabilized even better once we would have gotten that the XL pipeline drilling into motion, right, getting as out of there. We were energy independent under Donald Trump. Under Joe Biden, with the executive orders, he stopped all of that. What happened is people that don't have electric cars, either because they know that it's difficult to find a charging station or because they can't afford it, right, the prices aren't at the level where people can transition right the low-level people according to the bidens they're like the low level don't really matter but oh they're the people that joe thinks about 
right? The nine to five people. That's who he thinks about. Uh-huh. Right? The honest people, because Joe Biden is perfectly honest when he takes money from the Chinese. A lot of people, I'd say the majority of the country, can't afford to transition from the gas-powered cars to the electric vehicles, the Teslas. It's just too expensive at this point in time, but we stopped producing gasoline in this country. And now, what did we do? We got gas from and fossil fuels from other countries. So not only did we not save the environment by stopping the production of the gas, we just upped the price of gasoline because if we're getting it from other countries, it's more expensive. you got to transport it, right? It's And those countries could charge more money for the U.S. And it's even hurting the environment even more because of the transporting of the oil in a dirtier fashion than if we produce it here in the United States because the other countries that we're buying now the oil from, they don't give a damn about the environment. They don't do a damn thing about it. So when they drill oil... They don't. They don't have all these, you know, environmentally safe, um, you know, things they have to follow through with, and protocols and blah blah blah. They just drill. In the dirtiest and cheapest way, fashion, and we're buying that. And since we're on the same planet, if you pollute that side, you pollute this side. Doesn't matter if we stop producing here in the United States gas. Um, real clear politics. Let's check out some polls. Latest polls in the primary, general election. All right. Real clear politics, election 2024. In the national GOP Republican primary, Trump is at 62.5. Wow. Haley is at 11.2. DeSantis is also at 11.2. So they're neck and neck at this point in time. Ramaswamy is at 4.2. Don't know what happened to Chris Christie. Did he drop out of the race? I don't know. Iowa, Trump is at 51. DeSantis, 18. Nikki Haley, 16. Ramaswamy, 5%. Trump in New Hampshire is at 46. Haley gaining more momentum, being at 24.8. Christie at 10.5. DeSantis at 9.5. I guess they're including the top four. And that's why now Ramaswamy is not in, because Christie is. The National Democratic Primary... Biden is at 68.9, which is higher than Trump is in the Republican primary. Well, Biden doesn't have any decent challenger that's challenging him in the Democrat primary because it's not a Democratic party. They don't allow anybody to run against him as long as they're keeping him as their nominee. The handlers I'm talking about. Williamson, who is running against Joe, he's not a serious Democrat. Yes, he's a Democrat, and he's running as a Democrat, but he's not a challenge to Joe Biden. He's not this person that builds himself up that has name recognition or any of that. He's at 7.9%. Phillips at 3.1%. In New Hampshire, Biden's at 47.3%. Phillips at 11.7%. Williamson at 8.7%. Now, President job approval for Joe Biden, State of Union polling, 40% approve, 56.1% disapprove. Right direction, 25% think the country is going in the right direction. Wrong direction, 67%. Hey, I think they're right. Where are the 25% of people coming from? Or are they hooked on the thing? Trump versus Biden. RCT betting averages. Trump 
as president, 38%, Biden, 29%. Wow. That's Trump being basically 10 points ahead, a little less than 10 points ahead of Joe. Haley at 10.2. Newsom at 7. Wow, Newsom. Hey. What do you think if he comes into the race and runs against Joe Biden in the Democrat primary? He beats him. Will they let him in? Give it some time. Republicans, Trump at 76.2 RCP betting averages. Haley, 13.2. DeSantis, 4.6. Ramaswamy, 3.0. All right. Let's check out. Um, Trump is gaining ground among Latino voters. Sounds interesting, but anyway, screw you. Uh, 